0: back today. We're talking about from God's word what God's like. And we looked yesterday at the fact that God is love. That he doesn't just love, but he is love. That's who he is. That's his nature. That's his essence. That's his being. That's his character. And everything that God does comes out of that nature of love. When he disciplines us, it's in love. When he forgives us, it's because he is love. Everything hinges from that. But also the scripture says that God is light. First John 1 5 tells us, then this is the message we have from him and declare to you, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Another simple sentence, God is love. Now another simple sentence, God is light. Light is one of John's favorite words. 21 times he uses it, in the gospel according to John. Light represents God's holiness and righteousness and perfectness. It speaks of God's splendor and glory and moral perfection. There's no spot. There's no blemish. There's nothing in him in the way of anything but light. You see, God won't let us down. But God, and he won't let us off. But he won't won't let us go. But he won't let us off because he's holy. So he wants to deal with us and our sins. See, this exposes our darkness. His light, when light shines through the window of a house, in spite of the fact that a electric light might have been on, when the sun comes beaming through the window, it will show dust particles that no one had seen before, because it exposes. What's there? When you lift up a rock, insects and other things may run out because they are hiding in the darkness. But when exposed to light, it's different. You see, God's very being, in essence, exposes our sins. Because he is perfect, we see our own imperfections. Because he is light, we see our own darkness. When Jesus confronted the woman of Samaria, she blurted out her sordid past. Because when she saw him and she saw then she saw herself, that's not measuring up. When Zacchaeus, the evil tax collector of Jericho, saw Jesus, he admitted that he had cheated and deceived people, and he was a thief. And Peter declared one day, when he saw Jesus in all his glory, "I am a sinful man." It's much easier to just go through a bunch of religious ceremonies than to walk in the light. Because when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, then we, we really see ourselves as we really are. And see, light discloses. It, uh, it shows God's perfections and God as holy and God is perfect. When Isaiah saw the Lord, Isaiah 6 tells us, and saw him as holy and holy and great. And the Bible says he saw himself. And he said, woe is me. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. He saw God, but then when he saw God, he saw himself. You can't really see God. You can't really come to grips with God. You can't really come into relationship with God without a whole new understanding of yourself and your sins. You may think you're as good as most people, and you're a real good person, and blah, blah, blah about that, but that doesn't matter. What God says about you is what matters, and he says you're a sinner and you need a savior. See, light produces the crisis of choice. When I see what's there and I see I can't measure up, I have to choose to trust the God who can help me measure up and make me measure up or I'm going to miss out. John 3.19 tells it like this. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world But men loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. You see, when Jesus came, the reason why there was so much opposition to him was because as people saw him, they saw themselves, and they saw their religious practices, and they saw their ceremonies, and they saw all the things that they had done that were foolish And inconsequential and insignificant and worthless, and they didn't want to face it. And when we don't want to face that, when the light shines in and we see the truth and don't face it, then we're far better than when we did not see what the light exposed. God's light is so important because God's light shows us the truth, and only the truth can set us free. But also, John says, God is spirit. John 4, 24, God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. He told the Samaritan woman at the well, your God is confined to a building, but the living God isn't confined to a mountain or a temple, because God is spirit, and that reveals his unlimited possibilities. David said, where can I go from your spirit? When he said, there's no place. That I can get away from you. For God is omnipresent and he comes to dwell in the believers who open their hearts to him. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, Do you not know your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? Today, God is spirit and as spirit he can come to live in your spirit And when, see, you're dead in your spirit without Christ, but when you recognize God is speaking to you because he's the the only one who can open up you to understand that, you see that, and you invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Through his spirit, he comes to live in your spirit, and he pushes the death and the darkness out and brings in life and light, and you become a new person in Jesus Christ. That's what salvation is all about. It's all about how the God who is light and the God who is love and the God who is spirit comes to reside in us, in our mortal bodies, and makes us a new person. But let me just also say it's important to know that God is Jesus. John 14 9, Jesus said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Study the life of Jesus. See, that's why Jesus came. He came to be a Savior and a Lord for us, but He came to reveal God to us so that we would want him to be our Savior and Lord. And as he came, he came to open up for us the the, the glorious reality that in him there is life and light and there is love. And see, that's the situation when Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He meant that if you want to know what life life, life and truth are all about, look to me. And when he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, he said, if you want to know what God is like, look at me. Jesus is what God looks like and acts like. The Bible says in Hebrews 1.3, the Son is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his being. And in Colossians 1.15, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. In verse 19 of that same chapter, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell. In Jesus. And Paul said God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. So if you and I want to know God, we know Him through Jesus. So God is what? God is love. God is light. <clears throat> God is spirit. God is Jesus. And if you have that understanding and that relationship, then your life is amazing because He makes the difference. God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great one.